Welcome to episode 14 of the Tottenham Hotspur Family Podcast. Today I'm joined by Rebecca Braddock from Portsmouth. Hello. Carol Hayward from Surrey. Good morning. Mary Morton from Southwest London. Jigwich. And making her debut, Lynette Kelleher from Halifax. Hiya. There we go. Hi, ladies. How are we all doing? Great, thank you. Yeah, bit bored, no spurs. <laughs> well, saying that there's no spurs, I think that even though this was discussed last week on last week's podcast, I think we should have a discussion about the Arsenal game. What do you think? Yes. It was an important game for us. And obviously, it's a North London derby, so they're always important. So let's start with Rebecca. Bex, what do you think? I loved it. Wasn't it epic? And haven't the bragging rights lasted all week? Let's not discuss <laughs> the game that we had after that because that's, you know, not much fun. But it was it, what a complete team performance. Mm. No, it was. Absolutely. Carol? I just thought it was brilliant. You could see how much it meant to the players, particularly when Kane scored that header the final, and then the final whistle. And then it was so lovely. He did his little lap of honour. It was so deserved. And the fans were able to celebrate a fantastic North London derby with him. So get in. Absolutely. Lynette? For me, it's all about um, the changing attitude from last season. Um, going 1-0 down at any of the games last season, you just instantly saw the heads drop, the faces drop. And even for us sat at home, we were... We were all thinking, oh, God, here we go again. But that just didn't happen. We we came back and we fought back. And it's the best football I've seen us play for a long time. I, oh, yeah. I have to say, I, I watched it never thinking that we would lose. And that's bizarre to have that feeling watching Tottenham. Mm. I know, it's a great feeling. Meza, what did you think? Well, for me, it's even better when there's a gooner in your house. <laughs> <laughs> You know, um, unfortunately, he was at work, which is unusual. He doesn't usually work in the mornings, but he was. Um, so I, I waited for his arrival home in the evening to be greeted with, don't speak to me. I've had it all day. <laughs> I've had it all day. Uncle Ian's been texting me all day, taking the piss out of me on Facebook. And I was like, I didn't say a word. And I just shut the door. <laughs> but um, No, the, the, it was a brilliant all around performance. Um, and I agree with what Lynette said about the when we'd go a goal down and you start thinking to yourself oh Jesus Christ this is going to be 4 or 5 nil that doesn't seem to happen anymore it's brilliant the the heads doesn't drop we aren't scared anymore and that translates over to the fans and you know and and that gives them something i think to hold on to as well so it's working isn't it there was such shit between fans and players like all the whole of last season and yeah, finally yeah. finally now you get that feeling that it's not like watching a whole bunch of strangers on the pitch anymore they're playing like for each other and they're kind of playing for the fans as well which is brilliant it's the whole chicken and egg thing isn't it though supporters don't go um to go necessarily with the intent of abusing the players. Um, but when the players pick their game up, it gives the fans something to cheer about. And you can really hear, certainly because I haven't been to a game this season, you can hear on the television the noise levels. Yeah. And there is a lot more singing and everybody seems to be a lot more involved. And that has to push the team on. Oh, yeah. So I think it's a really good thing. And th- But it was just fantastic. I did no- nearly lose my voice. And long may it continue. Absolutely. It's all very well getting it up. Sorry, it's all very well getting it up for North London Derby, (laughs) which is quite a common thing, but it's got to continue now from the fans. Sure. But but if you if you think about it, I mean and I I know a lot of people have said this, but but 
we looked like the only team that actually showed up to play football that day. You know, I know it's Arsenal, but they just didn't show up. They looked, they looked weak, actually. Um, they looked pathetic, and we just run circles around them. I, I looked at the stats earlier, just for interest sake, and we had 23 goal attempts to two their seven, yeah. eight of which were on target to their three. So we dominated from start to finish. They didn't know what to do with us. <laughs> so that that's great. I think that's that's worth shouting about, without a doubt. Did anybody stand out for you in that game? I mean, obviously, Harry Kane. I think they all did. It was just a brilliant team performance, wasn't it? Mm. I think Mason had a really good game. Um, and his job is to go and Harry. And I heard somebody on another podcast this week saying that Poch has um, effectively a five-second rule. So if you lose the ball, you have five seconds to get it back. And for me, Mason and Bentaleb were definitely doing that. Every time they lost the ball, they were back harassing um, and really giving the goons a hard time to get the ball back in their possession. And I think it really worked. It, they get bossed the game in midfield, so kudos yeah. to all those guys in midfield, particularly Bentaleb and um, and Mason. They were fantastic. And the closing down, the work rate is just so good to see. And Arsenal didn't do that to us at all, so tough shit. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Started swearing already. <laughs> I thought that Lamella worked hard too. I mean, you know, I know a lot of us aren't particularly Lamella fans, <gasps> but I think Fuck's off. Okay, fans on a, from a football point of view. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, no. football. <laughs> um, but I, I think he uh, he probably had one of his better games that I've ever seen him play. He really, really worked hard. The brilliant thing to me is they all look like they're enjoying themselves, which is uh, really good to see, and yeah. playing for each yeah. other. And yeah, we people, look like a team again now. And for players like Lamella just to come in every now and again because he hardly gets any playtime, that must be good for him because it makes him feel, you know, part of everything. So um, mentality and morale is really good, it looks like, in the squad, which is great. Absolutely. Um, just a quick one. Which players do you think are the most improved under, under Pochettino? Let's think of last season to this season. Who do you think has benefited the most? I think based on last week's game, I think Lamella. I think he's yeah. not—he's not the showboat pony anymore so much. He's—it was—it was the best I've seen him play in the team. He's not just out for himself, and he was back defending. He was all over the place, and I thought that was a massive improvement on where a where he was last season, and b also what we expect from him. Yeah, I given his price tag, um, I would say probably Vertonghen. For me, the whole of last season. He looked like he didn't want to be there. Um, I really thought he would go, actually, um, in the close season. But he now, I mean, he'd made a great captain, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, he really looks like he's, um, he's part of the team now and he's playing for, he's playing for Tottenham. So I think he's, his mentality has improved. It looks like it. And whoever, you know what, the d- defence last season was swap here, someone else play in there, and it was all a bit all over the place. So now that he can get a bit of a... Um, an ongoing partnership with whoever it may be. In fact, it hasn't Fazio, Fazio hasn't played, has he, for a couple, the last couple of games? But uh, oh, I, think, yeah. I think Vertonghen's been the mainstay there, and it's. Uh, I think he's improved. Absolutely, yeah, it, would been, and it would have been Vertonghen for me too, actually, just purely because of his change of attitude. Um, he actually smiles sometimes now, which he just looked like a sulky <laughs> child for all of last season. It was. He clearly didn't want to be there. Um, and like Carol just said, I, I wouldn't have been surprised if he'd have gone in the summer. Um, but we're lucky he didn't. It's nice to see him smiling, isn't it? He looks like a completely different person. He really does. Yeah. Yeah. He does look like a bit of a serious guy. Mezzo, who do you think is most improved? Um, I'd agree with Vertonghen. His attitude is better, I think. It, it, it's not so much his play, it's his attitude. It stunk last season. Um, mm. Sulkin, he looked like I'm, I, I think a lot of the problem we had last season anyway was Sherwood, and yeah. they didn't want to yeah. they didn't want to play for him, and that was completely that was so evident. Um, yeah, I, I would agree with the Vertonghen. I think, however, we have to the find of the season for me has been Ryan Mason. Yeah, okay. 
we're talking about a player who was constantly out and loan on the reserves, sticking against Forrest, and and he hasn't been out of the team since. He hasn't, has he? It's amazing. No, he's completely, his football just seems to have completely changed under uh, Pochettino. Yeah, I, I was lucky enough to be at that game um, where he made his debut, and it was brilliant. I mean, it he's, was everybody was like, "Who's this guy? Who is he?" You know, and he's scoring and he's on great. his debut as well. Brilliant! I know it was amazing. It was a brilliant I mean, it was, goal as well. It was, it was, and it would be so great to see him have more of that. I think. Yeah, he absolutely. Thinks, I think he's um, he's. I mean, he scored that great goal. He sometimes makes. A wrong decision. I mean, he's very young, and he's. I think he'll learn. Um, he's brilliant. Don't get me wrong, but his one little little thing that sort of stands out for me is that he sometimes maybe picks the wrong pass or tries to shoot from distance, and it's not always, you know, the correct thing to do. But you know, he's young, and and that will be fine. I'm sure and he'll it, get over that. Yeah, and experience will change that. And the more time he gets playing, of course, the more that will improve. And he's getting a lot of play time. So um, next season, I'm guessing Real Madrid will be looking at him because that's how it goes. <laughs> As I said last week, screw Real Madrid. <laughs> Back off. <laughs> What's the Spanish for fuck off Madrid? I'm really fed up fuck looking up. I'm really fed up of, of seeing... Um, it's the same. I've seen Gareth Bale always putting things on Facebook. Hello, Madrid. I just think, oh, fuck off Madrid. <laughs> <laughs> okay, ladies, so I know we don't want to talk about the game that we don't want to talk about, but we'll just touch on it. What were your thoughts on the Liverpool game? Um, yeah. yeah. It's Look, kind of that over. We came back twice. That that was ours to win. I thought we deserved Look, I must at least say, a draw. Yeah, it, it was a very evenly matched game just as a matter of interest, I, again, looked at the stats and we had 51% of the possession. Both teams had nine goal attempts and we had five on target and they had six on target. So it was a very evenly matched game, I thought. And I also thought that, you know, both sides looked very tired and, and while there was some superb attacking football, it was a messy game. Um, what was prevalent throughout the game was the poor defending, the wayward passes, the sloppy touches, both sides, not just Spurs, but Liverpool as well. So um, I do think we were unlucky to to lose that game. I think it should have at least been a draw. I think we're a little bit um, outplayed in midfield, unfortunately, because the midfield had been so brilliant before that, particularly in the last game. Um, I thought maybe that could have been down to tiredness or just that Liverpool just had that... Um, I don't know, they're at home, their home advantage. I just thought they bossed it just a tad in, in, in midfield. Uh, at the end of the day, we were, it, it probably should have been a draw, but we were just undone by um, a really brilliant pass from Lalana for that twat Batelli to, um, to tap in. Balotelli, sorry. <laughs> yeah, that one. We don't care what his name is. <laughs> it's <pretty> important. <laughs> I, I also wonder why sometimes we, we need to sort of switch to a plan B if you've got a draw away from home, you know, it was a tough game. It took uh, it took a lot out of the players and they just might need to sort of shut up shop sometimes just a tad. You know, we're attacking, attacking and Liverpool are as well. But it's not always that important maybe just for go for that win. So maybe they should maybe just switch a little bit to make it a bit tighter in the last five minutes. You know, if it's a draw or um, yeah. I don't know. What do you think? Mary? Yeah. What do you think? Or don't you want to discuss the game at all? Um, they needed the win more than we did. I think Liverpool are dire this season. I, I think they're focused. Yeah. I really do. Um, Rodgers has been found out. Suarez covered everything up. Mm. Um, You're right. He papered, basically, he papered over the cracks. So, <laughs> last season, they looked really good. And... You know what? I cannot wait to see the back of Steven Gerrard because you know something? <laughs> Agreed. They are absolutely going to be diabolical without him. I don't care what anyone says. Lalana mm. is all right now and again. He, he's not He's not consistent enough. Um, there's been how much Manila and Ricky Lam Lambert, where is he? Not playing. Balotelli, waste of space. Typical, he came on and scored a goal. Typical, but you won't see him for the rest of the season. 
Very Spursy. Yeah. Yeah, that's that sums it up beautifully, actually. Very Spursy. Yeah. Sorry, do you know what? I've got the West Ham game on here, and I'm half looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> They've been without storage all season as well, really. I forgot that game was on. Yeah. Well, guys, moving on, let's, let's just look at our upcoming games. We have got Fiorentina at home on Thursday the 19th. Three days later, we're at home to West Ham. Four days later, we're away to Fiorentina. And then three days later, Wembley against Chelsea. What do you think? Easy. <laughs> Excellent. Another reason for me to start on someone in this house. Well, hey. Bex? It would be... I See, Poch knew how the, the fixture list went. And he isn't stupid. And he will know to balance the team. And it's a question of where his priorities lay. Is the priority to stay in the Europa Cup or is the priority for the silverware? And I suspect it will be silverware, but I don't think he's going to give up lightly. I, don't, I think he will still push the team to achieve wins on both fronts. Well, the, league's, the league is just as important as well, isn't it, really? Yeah. Considering our position at the moment and um, the other teams you know, around us and everything. Um, we've got to win at home to Fiorentina for sure mm. with quite because a good score line because the, the, the return fixture away is three days before the cup final yes. and, he's, and he's going to have to rest players then he's, he's going to so hopefully we can get a good, a good head start that might help a little bit we should do, and um, Lynette and I are going to cheer him on, cheer the team on for the home game. So I don't see why they shouldn't win that four 0 oh, That's no, not a problem at all. We yeah, are so going sad. not to jinx it, but we've—I've never actually seen them lose. <laughs> Me neither. Brilliant. So Absolutely <laughs> terrified. <laughs> and each game it gets harder and harder to go because you think, oh god. <laughs> I wish I could say that. <laughs> yeah, well, you see, I don't go as often as you, Carol. That's clearly it, isn't it? It better not be spursy with you two now jinxing it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we, I thought we'd drawn a line under that spursy bloody shit that we had last season. It, I don't, it's not spursy, is it? It's just one of those things. In fact, we've been quite lucky, actually, haven't we, this season? With That's non-spursy right. things. Well, with getting late goals, you know, and uh, it would have been so typically spursy. Yeah, I, th I think it, I think it's skill, yes, Lynette. Yep, that's why I just said. I think it's and skill. Could, yeah. And it's I a think, reflection think, of how Poch has the team yeah, playing, I think and so. the extra training is starting to show uh, the fact that they all do seem to be a team, not a bunch of individuals. And mm. we we seem to be playing at eighty-eight minutes, looking exactly the same as we did at three minutes. Yeah. The, yeah. the fitness, the extra fitness, absolutely show. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And we definitely Leather. lacked that. We lacked that, didn't we, a lot? We lacked yeah, that a lot, yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Meza, just yeah. a quick one. You said you, bragging rights, or you wanted to have an excuse to give it to somebody again. Do you know Chelsea supporter? No, I live with, my partner is, um, supports West Ham. Oh, oh, okay. So it's Carol who's with the Guna. No, no, I'm, with, no. I'm with a Derby County fan. My, our so, son is so our living son with Brian Clough in our house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, I'm I'm getting confused here, ladies. So it's oh my goodness. So you've got a um, West Ham and a Guna in your house. Uh, I sure do. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and how much does your therapy cost a week? <laughs> 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 Mine's fine, but theirs is theirs was costing an arm. Good call. did last week. It did last week anyway. <laughs> I've, got lots of chav, I've got lots of Chavs friends, so I got you know I gave it large on Facebook to them and texting, so that was quite good. I live in a very chavy area, so. So, do you ladies want to call any scores? Predict any scores for the games? Um. I'd like to have a maybe three nil advantage against Fiorentina for the home I'll, leg. I'll go for three one the home leg. Two nil for me, I think. Three nil for me. I'll say three nil two. Uh, West Ham. 
five nil to us. Fuck 20, off. Twenty-seven <laughs> nil because we should wipe the floor with them. And that we owe them. We owe them big time. Three defeats. Three defeats well. last season. Come on, stuff yeah. them. Yeah, we Carol's out, isn't he now for a yeah. few weeks? Yeah. Oh dear, tut tut. Never mind. So that would be yeah. lovely if we could just paste them against a wall somewhere. Yeah. Three which was. So five nil from me for West Ham. Yeah, I, I reckon four um, <laughs> nil. We're all deluded. <laughs> well, maybe maybe we are, but you know what? They haven't got uh, Andy Carroll. I believe he's out for the rest of the season. Actually, he is. They, they almost always get someone sent off at Tottenham as well. So long may that mm. continue. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, so then the next game, which is when we're away to Fiorentina. I'd be happy with the draw. Yeah. If we obviously then 3-0 or 2-0, I'd be happy with the draw. Yeah, it depends yeah. very much on how the home leg goes. 1-1 one, yeah. one will do. I haven't even seen them play, actually, so I've got no idea what I'm talking about. Well, they, they're fourth in the Serie A league. Okay. So, so they're not a Mickey Mouse pub. No. no, it's that um, it's Salah. He's the guy that worries me. He's the guy that really did hurt us when we played Basel a couple of years ago. Um, okay. And he's gone to Fiorentina from because Chelsea bought him, didn't they? And now he's gone out to Fiorentina, and I think he's going to cause us some problems. But you never know; things could I'll, change. I'll do a bit of research on them this week. Okay, um, Wembley. What's our feeling about Wembley? Wembley, Wembley. <laughs> uh, Can you believe I'd... we've actually got to a cup final in Poch's first season? I know. I know, and the best thing is that, of course, Ramos did this, and we're playing so much better than we did under Ramos. Yeah. Because the Ramos win was nice, and then in the league we just fell apart. I was at Wembley for the, the last win against Chelsea. It was just fucking brilliant. Um, can we do it again? I, I, I don't know. I'm shitting my pants already about the cup final, but um, let's hope so. If we play anything like we played them on the New Year's Day massacre, um, it would be fantastic. Yes. I think that's going to be our problem is that New Year's Day game because they're going to come out. They're the ones that have got something to prove. We made them look like mugs that day. It was fantastic. We did, absolutely. <laughs> and they're, they're going to be out for retribution. I don't even think the silverware is going to matter one little bit. They're just going to want the win. I think you're right. But the best thing about that win was how childish they got when they were losing. And I think <laughs> if we can provoke that, and certainly because Mason isn't scared to take a yellow card for the team. No. He's not bothered by that. And I think if Good he... Uh, yeah, exactly. And if he riles somebody, if they push it just enough, then I think we could be playing against 10 men. Getting quite a few yellow cards lately. There were a lot in Liverpool game, weren't there? He it, wasn't even, it wasn't even a nasty game, was it? No. No, but it was a scrappy game, I think. But but you know what? I think the thing is that we're not scared to get stuck in and I think we're showing our desire and our hunger to win. So mm. if that translates in, I think we stand a really, really good chance of beating those bastards. Yes. They're pretty boring to watch, actually. They have been quite boring to watch. But I think Mourinho's teams are like that. Yeah. And it's a shame because he's got some really good flair players. If you look at Hazard, who is an awesome player, and yet they're just playing dross. We could do a couple of injuries to their star men, couldn't we? That would be good. If that's what it takes, Carol, I'm on my way to Chelsea right now. Does anyone know? Does anyone know has has a dress or anything? <laughs> my, my my feeling on that is they're um they're not as good defensively. They're not. They got found out against us. Um, and I watched. I actually watched the game with a Chelsea fan. Um, my neighbour. He's only he's only twenty. He kind of said like, "Oh, we got the game. Can I come over and watch it?" I was like, "Yeah, no problem." And he said, oh, you, you lot won't be able to get past John Terry. Chelsea fans seem to have this idea in their head that John Terry is going to be still playing when he's 60 years of age. <laughs> he is getting old. He'll be in prison by then. <laughs> He'll be in prison or, long before then. <laughs> or, or dead if I shoot him. <laughs> but, 
um, <laughs> he got found out. He got found out. They're not as good defensively. And yeah, they are bloody boring to watch. But they always have been under Mourinho. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's the style of play that they, they employ. They're, they're quite happy to win a game 1-0. And it's like, oh, for God's sake. He's got the cheeks to complain when other teams part the bus. Twat. Oh, he's just a, <laughs> he's, he's just a selfish little brat. As he showed earlier on this week, walking off an interview. How childish. Get that is very grip. childish. In fact, it's not even childish because if your child did that, wouldn't you kind of give them a slap and say, what the hell do you think you're playing at? Everyone's, a fright- Everyone's frightened to slap him. <laughs> I'm not. I- no. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> I loved that picture that was going around social media after that game of of Mourinho hiding behind sort of a blue curtain saying, has Kane gone yet? <laughs> it's really yeah, funny. <laughs> and then there was another one last weekend of Mourinho and Wenger hiding behind a blue curtain saying, have Spurs gone yet? Which I really liked. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> I know, it's brilliant. We should make them scared of us. We damn well deserve the respect. You know what? They may even well be sort of scared of, of that of that game as well. I'm yeah. uh, Talking to other Guna mates, it's never easy... In the North London derby, because anything can happen, can't it? It's like a massive cup final. And Guna friends of mine have said, you know, fucking hell, you know, you're, you beat Chelsea 5-3, and they're sort of shitting it as well. So we sometimes think it's only us that does that, but I think it works both ways sometimes. So with a bit of luck, Chelsea are thinking, Christ, we might stuff them 5-3 again. <laughs> or they might stuff us 5-3 again. <laughs> I really oh, hope so. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, so... Ladies, we've got some questions. I'll, uh, I'll start with the first one, which is from Greg Taylor. And he asks, do you have a pair of lucky knickers that you wear for matches? And if so, do you forget to put, did you forget to put them on for the Liverpool match? <laughs> what knickers? Sometimes I do an Anelka. <laughs> I, go, I do an, an Anelka, which is go Nicholas. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Ooh, bad joke. Next. <laughs> okay. The next one is from Zach Gesnola, and he asks, if two men in a forest take opposing views and there is no woman around to overhear them, are they both wrong? Uh, obviously, they're still both men. <laughs> it, it makes you wonder. It makes you wonder what two men were doing in a, alone in a forest in the first place. Probably, probably going for a pee or something, as usual. What they were arguing over. Yeah, exactly. I wonder what. No, that's just too much to think about. Moving on swiftly. Liam Hennessy asks, please give an imaginary half-time talk. <laughs> Anyone? Harold? Okay. Um, I think we can do this uh, in a couple of ways. Like We can be, have a good cop and bad cop. Um, okay, so you do, you do good cop. And uh, Mary, you can think about this. You're going to do bad cop. Okay. It, it sort of depends on the score at half time, possibly. So I'll say we're 6 0 up at half time. So the boys are in for a little bit of pampering or a little bit of a treat. So half time comes. Um, I might have laid on some half time shishas, a few, <laughs> a few Mr. Kipling's Battenberg slices. <laughs> We'd have a bit of Chaz and Dave playing in the background. <laughs> uh, I'd let them play a bit of Candy Crush Saga if they wanted to relax a little bit. I'd have a few, I'd have a few Spurs, Spurs bints, Spurs at bints, maybe to give their feet a little rub or anything else. I might like rubbing, for example. <laughs> And just before they're about to go back out, I'd have to sort of do a little bit of Pochettino and just say, uh, (laughs) (laughs) I am very, very happy. (laughs) Mutros, putros, philosophy. 
SSSSS supporters very very happy SSSSS Scorchio Excellent I'm going to go and play for you Carol Half time chat <laughs> Okay all right so bad cop Mary well, my dressing room would be nothing like that I would I would employ I think um what I would like to call Timmy tactics <laughs> No. Which is kind of like just kick the fucking ball, fucking you, you just fucking this you, and and basically throw things across the dressing room that generally gets in my way, like the odd player, the kit man, football <laughs> sea cups, bottles, your jelly. <laughs> you know whatever it is in there you know yeah you back in this back in. i think it was was it peter reed that done that was it on tv years ago and it was just bleep 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 <laughs> yeah no I, i'd be hard ass I, i'm not i'm not i'm not into that nice shisha pipes what the hell let's <laughs> <laughs> on the second half coughing and sputtering everything is nice and fruity yeah. My footballers to be badass. Okay. Okay. Badass they are. All right. Now, um, Liam Hennessy asks, would football kits be different if women designed them? (laughs) Brilliant question. Perhaps. He's answering that. I think that that very much depends on who you're planning on putting inside the kits. Now, if you're going to put Messrs. Glee or Lamella in one of these new kits, then I think, you know, some kind of transparent material would be required. But, you know, just for general enjoyment. However, if you put in that ugly twat Wayne Rooney in one, Jesus, there's not enough material to cover him up, is there really? You can dress him, you can dress him in some kind of tent affair. And that would be perfect, including the face. Yeah, so, he needs, so maybe he, they he would needs be, a but not necessarily. He would. You could just look a gap for his eyes type of thing, and that would be perfectly adequate. <laughs> and it wouldn't impede his playing style at all because he's currently running around like a tank. So, um, so yeah, that works for me. I think we should do that. Ooh, that's actually not a bad idea. I would, yeah, maybe we, we should. Him and that horrible Van Prick. I mean Van Percy. Him. I, I can't stand their faces. I just, it just, oh, I just can't the, explain it. He could eat an apple through a tennis racket, couldn't he, that man? (laughs) (laughs) Him and Suarez. Which is a very unpleasant mix. Anyway, can we just stop because I'm not feeling very well all of a sudden. I was thinking maybe I was thinking maybe we could use a sort of mankini style kit. Oh Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm rather looking forward to seeing Stambouli's ghoulies. Oh dear, I've got to stop now. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Moving on swiftly. <laughs> All right. Um, so Nick Seal asks, who is your ideal date and must he like football? Lynette? Mm. Liking football isn't isn't the deal breaker for me. My husband didn't like football at all when we met. Um, apart from, you know, sort of watching the international games in the pub with the rest of the lads. Um, and, and sort of after a few years of being together, it'd be me and the kids sort of sitting, shouting at the telly, and he'd be stuck in the dishwasher. Um, oh, nicely done. <laughs> oh, absolutely. It was amazing. Everybody used to laugh. Oh, kudos <laughs> to you. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> um, but now he... He is coming round to the Spurs way of thinking. He comes to our games with us. Um, he will wear a shirt and wave a flag. And he talks about Spurs in the we sense. So, yeah, he's definitely getting there. Um, oh, good. It's done. It's quite unusual. Yeah, it, 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 it is unusual. Um, we're, the, we're the same with rugby as well, though. In our house, it's me and the kids. And he totally isn't interested. And I don't think I'm ever going to change him on that one. <laughs> but you have the most important stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. So, we have the football. It's all yeah. good. 
Is he going down to the Fiorentina game with you? Yep, he's coming. He's driving us, actually. Cool. Um, and the tickets he bought me for my birthday present last month, so. Brilliant. Oh, brilliant. I love it. Yeah, well played, okay. Very much. I think that's that's brilliant. I don't have that problem because Paul obviously supported Spurs when I met him. So, um, yeah, well done you. I don't know if I could convert somebody to my way of thinking. I'd probably just tie them up and put them in a cupboard. They didn't. You haven't had much choice, to be fair. It, it is in our house all of the time. Both of my kids are both Spurs as well. So he, he really just has to fit in or fuck off. That <laughs> <laughs> seems perfectly sensible. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Nick asks, uh, just it was a carry on from the previous question, but I split them up because the two just didn't seem right. But Nick Seal also asks, would any of you date full kit wanker John Terry? Oh, Jesus sake. Christ, no. Jesus. There is not enough alcohol in the world to ever, ever <laughs> make that even a theory. Far less a fucking possibility. Jesus Christ. We've got some not integrity, even. us girls, you know. Not even if he was made a cake. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> I won't care. And I like my cake. But no, like no, that. fuck that. Uh, no. I think I would rather date the Yorkshire Ripper than that. Pikey twant. <laughs> I know. I'd, I'd sorry, speaking, sorry, ladies, speaking of Pikeys, they're currently 1 0 down to West Brom. Oh, get uh, in. They, oh. they are getting absolutely annihilated. Oh, bless. How fast So there you go. Thanks for the update. Yeah, brilliant. that's all right. <laughs> are they away? Yeah, it's it's at the it's it's at the baggies, yeah. Okay. Brilliant. Okay. All right. Uh, Kevin Morgan asks, um, whilst out at pubs and clubs, why do girlfriends always go to the toilet in packs? What's going on in there? We're just sharing <laughs> our cocaine. <laughs> do, do, do you know? Oh, see. <laughs> so that's why we've always got in case he's wondering. So, you know, we've got all our kit to do our co- Coke share. That's why we say we're going to powder our nose. <laughs> oh, well. Basically. Uh, Brilliant. Oh, oh. And it takes longer okay, for us yeah, as we actually wash our hands, unlike those dirty stinkers. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Okay, um, Oliver Kevin, Lee's, maybe Kevin can come with one of us next time. I think he might like that. Be careful. <laughs> if, we yeah, get him out of the, if we can get him out of the forest. Okay, but <laughs> he has to put a skirt on and play the game properly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've got a question here from Oliver Lees. Uh, a few weeks ago, you talked about how without Kane, we are at a loss for striking options. Here is an idea. And I admit it's a bit out there. What about playing Townsend in that role? He's quick, good with his head, and has a decent shot when he isn't trying to blast from 30 yards. He'd certainly give the defences a workout. Thoughts? Bex? No. No, I don't think so. I think he's still um, very much still trying to emulate Mr. Bale. And um, I just, I don't know, he just doesn't seem in that role. He's not physical enough. Um, and he, for me, he's still about, look at me, I'm going to try and shoot from here. And I don't think he has the concentration mm. to play with a striker up front by himself. Do you, think, do you think we have a player that, that you would play instead? If, let's, let's take the scenario, sorry, girls, if we didn't have Sodold or, or Eddie to choose from, which, you know, they're not playing. We don't really we, anyway. Okay. Yeah, so who else would you would you? Choosing from the I'd, team, I'd, I'd definitely put Chadley there instead of Kane if Kane wasn't playing. Um, I struggle to see how um, Townsend, who's an out-and-out winger, would be able to change his game that way. Yeah, um, he'd be drifting out, you know, over to the wing, and um, I don't think he'd be able to keep his possession very well. Um, his position, sorry. 
And I don't think he would under he would wouldn't be sort of in, not intelligent enough, but make those intelligent runs that somebody like Ericsson might be putting in or, or Lamella um, in the box that he would just sort of you know be able to do that. So I don't I don't see it at all actually. Winger to yeah. striker, no. Lynette, what do you think? I don't know. It, it could work. Um, just kind of kind of being in the box in front of the goal, maybe poaching a bit like Harry does. He wouldn't have to pass it to anybody, and he's already quite good at that. <laughs> <laughs> um, this the guy that asked the question said that he's he's a good header of the of the ball. I don't see much of that. No, I'm a good I'm a good header. I can head a ball, but it doesn't mean I'm going to be able to play for Spurs. Just, just going back to Kane's header. I mean, the most fantastic header. You don't see a lot of headed goals anymore in general over football, do you? Well, it depends uh, what team you're so. playing for. Yeah, I guess. If, if you if you play for a long ball team, yeah, there's plenty of heading. But football is now played generally on the to floor feet. like it's supposed to be to your feet. Hence, yeah. you'll you'll only get headers from set pieces now. I think kind of free kicks corners maybe the odd throwing um but the the long ball game is gone hence less heading i was watching a really and uh, good program about um sheringham a couple of weeks ago and they they showed all all his goals and God, there were so many of them were like these fantastic headers and it just seemed that there was a lot more headering going on you know in the a uh, few years ago you don't seem to see it so much now so i guess you're right mary yeah it's played more on the ground mm. Okay. All right. Um, Lequinda asks, how do you get spunk stones out of salt sheets? Anyone? Goodness sake. Wash them. Um, really? Right. Dear Lequinda, there is a thing in your house <laughs> called a machine. Okay. Now, old washing machines had a couple of programs. You have to be careful with the temperatures. These newfangled ones have many, many programs. And you can now wash your silk sheets on a delicate cycle. For example, <laughs> my washing machine has a short cycle. It has a lingerie cycle. It has a baby cycle. It has lots of cycles. Hell, you could even put your bicycle in there. <laughs> oh, God. <So. laughs> cycle, cycle. There you go. Win-win. Anyway. However, if it's, it's, if it's a constant problem and you're having to keep washing, man, you're losing, using a lot and a lot of electricity and water. That's dangerous for the environment. You have to think of the trees and the birds and everything else. If it's becoming an issue, you know what, my friend? You just need to wipe your cock on the curtain. <laughs> That's my theory. <laughs> oh dear. Brilliant. Oh, oh my goodness. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Bo bo <laughs> Sorry. Aaron Wolf asks if Javid, our beloved Podmeister, met a girl that supported Arsenal but also brought him bagels before every game at the lane, should they raise their children as Spurs fans or just let them decide on their own? Rebecca, why don't you take this one? Spurs fans, absolutely. The bagels is a nice touch, but at heart she's a gooner. You've got to have more Spurs fans. You can't let her win this one. But the baby bagels must be Spurs fans. <laughs> the baby bagels. Baby bagels. <laughs> But you can't, you, I, that's just ruinous, isn't it? To let them be anything else. You can't let them decide by themselves. So, yeah, the, you have to bring them up as Spurs fans. You have to train them from an early age. I don't think Jev, in all fairness, would allow them to become anything but Spurs fans. No. I mean, I'd like to think not. Bagels, you know. Although he does love his bagels. I don't know if it's <laughs> Right, somebody, just turn your dildo off. Right? Turn it off. It's not, it's not me. No, it's not me either. I'm sorry, girls. It's 
<laughs> happened. Sorry. <laughs> it's off now for the moment. <laughs> Why do you think I'm sounding so happy for goodness? Okay. <laughs> and that was me thinking it was wine. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> Well, why? It, it is Valentine's Day. Wine, dildo, you know. <laughs> Similar. <laughs> I'm getting myself drunk to have my way with myself. <laughs> oh, dear God. Okay, okay. moving on. Um, Chris Cole asks, can long-distance internet flirtations ever be beneficially satisfying? Anyone? Mm. I think sometimes they can be, um, but research has shown not if one person is in South Africa. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll leave that one there. (laughs) How about the um, the old Jav and Flav internet relationship? That seems to be coming Uh, along. Seems to be coming along nicely. They're going to meet up any day soon, aren't they? And Jav will be just beside himself with delight, or something. (laughs) Okay, so so it can be, but not from South Africa. Okay, ladies, moving on swiftly. We've got another question here for the Filthy Friday girls. It's an anonymous question, and uh, they've asked the following. I have a very high sex drive. Is this normal? What shall I do about it? Anyone? Okay, I'll take this one. I'll take this one. Um, Dear Mr. Anonymous, if you don't currently have a partner, then I might suggest um, a rubber doll. So, <laughs> depending depending on on who floats your boat, uh, you can make a cutout mask of the person you most desire and stick that on Miss Dolly's face. Uh, it might be Pochettino, ABB, Martin Keown. Oh, God. <laughs> And then you can use it to your heart's content and that might help (laughs) subdue your libido somewhat. Um, I mean, why don't we go the whole hog and say we're in bloody Rooney? Oh, no, because that really is enough. (laughs) I think you like him. Oh, Oh, honestly, madam, really? (laughs) Oh... Sick now. Um, they're all pretty portable, so uh, if you <laughs> you might want to take it along, take it along to White Hart Lane. Um, she could it could sit next to you. You could have somebody to go to the game with, then, couldn't you? <laughs> yeah, she could spar a scarf on her. <laughs> She'll look like other bimbos. I can hear some squeaking there. Is that the doll? Yeah, that's my. Yeah, sure is. Right. That one you prepared earlier. Oh, God. <laughs> anyway, when Soldado finally gets his hat trick, you'll be so happy and yay! You might be able to take old Miss Dolly down to the loo at White Hart Lane, put on the appropriate mask. In this case, it might be a Soldado mask, and uh, <laughs> thrash away, boys. <laughs> but just be careful that you don't have a needle dick because you might uh, you might burst Miss Dolly. <laughs> I hope my husband isn't listening to this. <laughs> okay, moving on swiftly. Next question is from Liam Hennessy. Uh, he asks, what are men for? Uh, Liam, is it for or what are they good for? I'm going to take this one, girls. Nothing. They're good for nothing. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. They're useful to buy wine, pour wine. <laughs> Basically, they're good for being my wine bitch. Okay, next question. <laughs> oh, Don't tell Paul I've just called him my wine bitch. <laughs> You're joking. I'm trying to find him on Facebook right now. No, I am. No, I am. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> and my, my wine bitch has just asked if I'd like a cup of tea. Oh, thank you. I got some wine. Thank you. Okay. Uh, everyone, um, yeah, we've got Liam Hennessy again. He says here. He's very nosy. I, Hugo, I know he is. This does kind of look like a valid question, though. I think Hugo would make a damn fine Gaelic football player. His handling and feet skills would be perfect. Which player do you think would excel at another sport? 
and what would that sport be and why? Let's start with you, Bex. Um, I know there's a couple. After the penalty attempt of Adebayor in the Europa League a couple of years back, um, I would say he'd make an excellent rugby fly half because anybody <laughs> who can kick like that on a regular basis should be great at <laughs> kicking goals. Um, actually, I think you could say the same for Andros Townsend most days. Yeah. Okay. Carol? Um, I'm choosing Adebayor as well, actually, um, for different reasons. I think he would probably be rather good at jujudo or jujujitsu. Because he's he's got the moves like Juju Jagger. (laughs) I'm on form today. You are, lady. (laughs) So, Adabayor with his Juju (laughs) Do. And Nate? Um, I I see Lamella as like an ice dancer, you know, a figure skater. <gasps> Absolute. Can you imagine that body in sequins? Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, life. I like it. And you, Em? Um, I'm going to say Harry Kane in boxing. Oh wow. Well, he's got good he's got good he's got good stamina. Um, and he seems in a pretty fit condition. He seems to be able to last the whole ninety minutes. So he, I reckon he definitely go twelve rounds in a ring. Okay, good. Okay, well, I, I'm going to choose Chadley for rugby as well. But in my version of rugby, oh, it's, it's that would be <laughs> lovely. Them tight shorts. Woo. <sighs> Touch rugby. There are only two players in my version, him and me, and the emphasis would be on touch. <laughs> Ooh. Okay, West Brom me. What, say that again? Catch me, Nasser. Catch me. <laughs> okay, now that I'm hot and bothered, uh, next question. Oh, it's another one from Laquinda. He asks, explain offside. Anyone? Uh, You're offside when you come through my front door, mate. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's also the opposite to onside, Laquinda, in case you didn't know that. (laughs) Is it? Go on, toward me. God. Please. I dislike the sexist nature of that particular question. The implication being that because we're girls, we don't get it. So, Mr. Laquinda, thank you very much for your question, but I'm going to decline to answer on those grounds. That's what you're basically saying, stick it right up your jacksie. Pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) But I was being polite. said I like that moving on swiftly we won't dwell on that any longer um Paul Esau asks what's the one thing that other females do or say that make you feel like they're letting the team down the girl's side down they ask what's the offside rule that's a girl (laughs) question (laughs) oh that's so funny that's a good question actually okay um Carol um what do females do that let us down? Um, they fucking support Chelsea for a start. <laughs> Some of the skankiest of the female race would uh, would support such a club as the Chavs. Um, yeah, so I think they let us down by um, supporting Chelsea. Okay, Lynette? Mm, tough one. I think the thing that really winds me up is the Chelsea. You know, I'm sorry, girls. Taking the photos in their club shirts with their little skimpy knickers on, pulling the bloody duck face, and <laughs> then bitching at the boys for sort of saying, "Oh, you look hot," and well, that's exactly what you fucking wanted, you dumb bitch. You can't then have a go. <laughs> Round of applause. <laughs> well said, Lynette. <laughs> the duck face. <laughs> 
bimbos. They are generally they think, bimbos. That they think looks like a pout, but actually it looked like Donald Duck, darling. Yeah, trout pout. <laughs> Meza, what do you think? Um, I have a bit, a bit, bit of an issue with women who take handbags to football matches. <laughs> <laughs> and I, many, many moons ago, went to a Millwall game. Now, was given free tickets. And my friend, now, she had no excuse. She's been to football before. She's not a big fan, but she had been to the New Den. And um, half time, she goes and gets a pint of lager and then gets really arsy because the steward said, you can't take it back up to your seat. Now, given where we are, you can't take anything in at Millwall. And um, she starts ranting and raving. And I just looked at her and went, you're having a go at the steward over a pint of lager and you've got a fucking handbag. <laughs> you do not bring a handbag to a fucking football match. And she was like, well, where am I going? In your pockets. Put your stuff in your pockets. Bring as little as possible. Back pocket, jacket pocket, whatever. Do not go to football with a handbag. And she was like, oh, okay. That was the end of that <laughs> argument. Okay, Mazza, you're not going to the Fiorentina game, are you? Please say no. No, man. <laughs> So I'm okay to take my bag when you're not there. No, you see, no, I'm saying that I can understand people coming from work. If you're coming straight from work, stuff like that. And you have a mat. I mean, I know guys have bags these days as well. If you've got a big bag or whatever. But like a proper bloody 200 pound bag with full of makeup. And then, and do you know what's the other thing that really winds me up? <laughs> <laughs> Who let Mary out the page on this one? <laughs> it's selfies. Right, I went to a youth game last year between Arsenal and Charlton. And I'm not joking you, there was these two birds in front of me and they spent the entire time taking selfies. Oh, my God. And I wanted to just boot them in the back. (laughs) (laughs) So I weren't happy, but it really annoys me. And, yeah, women do get the side down when they make stupid statements and, you know, and handbags from football. It's not only women taking <laughs> selfies at football, it's fucking Arsenal Guna players doing it, arseholes. Yeah. <laughs> Unless they get beat, in which case they don't. Yeah. Odd That's also true. That's also mm. true. Okay, I also well, don't well, like women who go on programmes like Take Me Oot. Mm. You could do without that. I don't watch mm. programmes like that. I don't either. I, I haven't watched I, just. Yeah, I, I don't know what that is. So. <laughs> okay, I'll tell you another time, darling. <laughs> okay, well, uh, for me, I hate it when, when girls go out, especially if it's on a first date or whatever, and they order a salad and then fucking pick at it instead of just <laughs> eating the food on your plate. My <laughs> God, woman. Damn it. You know, it's it's nothing more unattractive than a woman who won't eat her food, for goodness sake. I want to hold them down and force feed them. It's, it's annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stand it. Just eat your food and have everything in moderation. But you'll often find that the ones who don't eat their food and pick at it are the ones who guzzle down the alcohol and get rat assed. <laughs> no confidence. Anyway. Yeah, exactly. All right. Um, last question. Um this one is a special one from our own uh, Carol Hayward. And she asks, if you had to choose a family member to be your Valentine, because it is Valentine's Day, everybody, who would it be and what would you buy them? Let's start with you, Rebecca. I don't know. Can I have some time to think on this? Okay. Lynette? Mm. I, I had a little bit of time to think about this because I, I read it when Carol put it on the page. Um, and I had a feeling it might come up and I think it was the same day may have been the day before but I think it was the same day I actually discovered I had something quite important in common with one of the family members Um, so it would be wrong really for me not to choose him Um, so for me it would have to be Brian Campbell and I would buy him a massive hamper from Hotel Chocolat so he could share it with me (laughs) <laughs> Chocoholic, <laughs> a little bit <clears throat> cool Carol it is your question well, yeah, and I kind of don't really have an answer it's so hard to choose from any one person they're such mm-hmm. 
It's such a lovely forum. Um, so I think I would pick everybody and treat you all to a trip to Wembley to watch the mighty Tottenham kick the Chavs' asses to Kingdom Come. Yay! Yay! Cool. And Heather? I was, I was going to say something along the same lines. Um, I'm picking Sam because there was a similar question posted a few weeks ago about some, giving somebody tickets for the Caroline Cup final. And Sam picked me because he said, I, I have to put up with living a, with a hammer and a gooner. <laughs> and so I'm going to pick Sam more and I'm going to buy him a ticket for the Caroline Cup final. Cool. Oh. I've met cool. Sam. I met Sam at a, at a different game, a Palace oh, game. Yeah, yeah, it's very nice. And Bex, have you thought of anybody? No, and it's kind of along the as a mix of Carol and Mary's answers. I get on with most people, um, and so it would be really hard to choose just one. And um, for the question that was asked before about who would you take if you had a spare ticket for the cup final, I did say I'd do it as a kind of an online an equivalent of guess how many sweeties in the jar you know I think of a number and then whoever matches that number I would take mm. Which, mm. Okay. so yeah kind of a bit of a lucky dip sort of thing is it number three that I don't get on with. no <laughs> but I admire your attempt <laughs> <laughs> okay well I have uh, selected Jeff because I'd bring him, well, I'd buy him uh, salmon and cream cheese bagels and I'd bring it to every single game. And better yet, I would join him at every single game so he wouldn't have to endure dating an Arsenal supporter. No one has to endure dating an Arsenal supporter. I'm really, really sorry. <laughs> so, <laughs> it can, I just, can I just add a little something about um, belonging to our, our brilliant Facebook forum um, and this being an all-girl pod? podcast um it's not always very easy being a woman in in football which is generally in you know a man's world really and having your views or your opinions about football taken seriously but the great thing about our group is that women's views are, seem to be respected and welcomed so so thank you for that you gobshites <laughs> <laughs> you're very right. welcome I'll, yeah. back. I'll just go back to the kitchen now anyone take sugar <laughs> you're offside <laughs> <laughs> Only if she steps through the door, you're okay. <laughs> <laughs> and she's at her house, not yours, Mary, so you'll be all right. <laughs> yeah, don't go in the kitchen, you're outside. <laughs> well, no, don't go in the kitchen. No, do go in the kitchen because it's your No, house. no, 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 no I'm the only happens. one. I'm the only one allowed in the kitchen during a football match because for some reason I'll go in the kitchen and score. <laughs> score and I'm going to get something and it's like, I can hear Kevin shouting, you just scored. I was like, oh, what, again? <laughs> I get that a lot as well. I nip out for an anxious half a cigarette or something. Yeah. Carol! You just missed Carol! Beck's sake. Oh, my goodness. Well, anybody got something else they'd like to add before we close off? Happy Valentine's well, obviously. Day for everyone. Oh, yeah. Ladies. Happy Valentine's Day. Did you all get presents? Did you know? No. No. Oh, we we just do no. cards. We don't do presents. I love him. Okay. Day. Excellent. I get I get a, I, I get a cryptic message in mine every year. It's just <laughs> it's just letters, and the letters stand for something. So it just could be W S Y T A something. You know, going long, but they're normally really really long, and we have to work each other's out. But he hasn't quite worked mine out yet. It was all full of love, but I think I put something like. Um, only if you put the blinds up in the kitchen today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that is true yeah. romance. <laughs> he hasn't worked out more than yet. that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we, we don't do the gift thing, but Paul is going to be making me dinner after this. so And pouring me wine because of he's course. my wine bitch. So, mm-hmm. anyway. <laughs> I like that expression, wine bitch. Oh, my God. Ladies, I just want to thank all of you for doing the podcast with us today. It's, as Carol said, first female, all-female podcast for the Tottenham Hotspur family. And I, for one, had a fabulous time, and I hope you all did too. And um, 
we're going to end off with a little poem for Valentine's Day. Roses are red. Violets are blue. Basil scored one. Harry's can score two. Yay! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> we did it! <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, all. Uh, I'm going to add some, sorry, just to interrupt. Uh, it's currently half time, and West Ham are 2 0 down. The Aww. second ball was an absolute screamer. Um, and people, if you're interested, don't forget the Cricket World Cup started last night. We won't mention the England score. No, don't. Dangerous. Don't. And, uh, I, and I have been asked by my brother to announce that Galway play Clare in Hurling tomorrow. So if anyone's interested, grab a look at that down the pub. There you go. <laughs> Great. Okay. Thank well, you. Thanks, Nikki. Thank you very much. Thanks, girls. We had a great time. Good laugh. Yeah, it was. Um, I'm just going to end off like Jav normally does. The future's bright. The future's lily white. You gobshite. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye. 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 Bye.